This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming, but New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance, run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hey, Michael, Mark and I are sitting here recording the Go My Favorite Sports Team podcast, and Wink Wink Nod Nod came up. Do you remember Wink Wink Nod Nod from middle school when we played Foursquare? Uh, it was Don't give any more details. That's, that's all just, that it is. Just need to but, know what that word means to you. Yeah, what just, does Wink Wink Nod Nod mean to you? Yeah, and why did Wink Wink Nod Nod happen? Why do I remember Wink Wink Nod Nod? Yeah, why? Why do we both remember Wink Wink Nod Nod? Anyway, you should get back to us and, and let us know. No, yeah, If you want to. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah, should. Should, could, would. How are you? Good good, <laughs> good to hear from you. Been a while. I, COVID, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Tyler. I think I got an answer for that uh, wink-wink-nod-nod thing that you were referring to. So back when we were playing Foursquare, uh, there was a group of us, and we did the wink-wink-nod-nod thing whenever someone came around that we, we didn't really want to play with. So we would just look at each other and do the you know, wink-wink-nod-nod, and then we would team up to absolutely destroy whichever person uh, had just gotten into the Foursquare game. Looking back on it, it was really embarrassing. I'm pretty sure we even had a group of us and we called ourselves the Originals because we were that cool back in, you know, fifth grade. <laughs> it's it's really not the kind of thing that you uh, want to look back on fondly, and I'm really hoping that I'm misremembering it because it paints me in kind of a negative light. But uh, I'm pretty sure we probably did it to you guys. And if that's the case, uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> but I guess it can't be too bad if you're... Uh, fielding this call uh anyway i'll uh, i'll catch you later bye welcome to go <laughs> my favorite sports team you heard it here first michael thaxton was a bully <laughs> a tyrant of the four square and his name shall be forever marred by his dirty deeds in middle school yet somehow i triumphed <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, I triumphantly made it to the serving square, despite Wing Wing Nod Nod existing. Uh -huh. Yeah, and you triumphantly. <laughs> I'm going to laugh when actually like you were part of the originals and maybe there's like this horrible drama where I, you were out. I definitely was not because mm. I remember joining that after the fact because in, in middle school, I originally started playing in like the gravelly area with like wow. the monkey bars and stuff. Yeah. And then eventually like made my way around to like basketball and then I got mm. kind of 
tired of basketball and went to Foursquare, and I stuck with Foursquare because the guys that were there. Right, of course, definitely. That makes total sense. Welcome to Go My Favorite Sports Team, the number one sports podcast in America. Hopeful. We're hopeful. Eventually, we will be there with your support and our incredible knowledge of sports. When I reach 100% sport knowledge, then we will be the number one sports podcast (laughs) in America. 100%. (laughs) Yeah, that happens, right? That happens? We're just going to continually fill your brain. It's the liquid of sport. Gatorade is being poured directly on your brain. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what that voicemail was in reference to, we will be continuing that story in another episode in the future. But for now, we have something else. And Tyler here, if you didn't know, is a master of sport. Yes. uh, Some call me the king of putting balls in holes. (laughs) The king of balls in holes himself. (laughs) Tyler the ball hole shied. The the ball ball hole shied. No, but I, I got a master's degree in sport administration back in like 2012 mm-hmm. and have studied sport, played countless sports um, in my life and just enjoyed it. So I've studied Or it. does he? Wait, I can't hear these. We'll <laughs> play some dramatic, scary music. <laughs> that's why we need the headphones. Yeah, that's why we need that. But they're just uncomfortable. Uh, Eventually, when we have other things here and more soundboardy stuff, we'll do that. But when we get our live streaming set up, then we'll get back into it because yeah, we'll be playing highlights. When the studio is officially finished. Yes, we are building a studio to really bring you Go, my favorite sports team, in broad HD. 720p, 30 FPS, coming at you through the live streams, the internet's straight to your homes. Eventually, we're going to have a live podcast where we're just playing dodgeball with each other, trying to dodge at our desk. That'd be pretty cool. Mics. <laughs> I'd like that. Uh, but I question. I'm no longer me. Oh. This. oh. I'm no longer Mark Blair. You're going to accost me with the ghosts of the I have been accosted by the ghosts, and they are about to accost you, and we're starting off with a banger. I am now the ghost of Femme Fatale. Tyler's knowledge base is based on administration rather than the sport itself. I feel like his sport level knowledge is more on a fan level rather than a professional level. What say you, sir? I say simply this. Yes, my degree is focused on administration and business, but that is not entirely my focus throughout my entire degrees. I have an undergraduate degree, which I minored in coaching, which is based in sport management, which focuses less entirely on administration and more on sport as a whole. We get into facilities, we get into the rules, we get into officiating. I also worked at the city's rec center and was an official for multiple sports. I coached multiple sports. I coached water polo. I've coached baseball to some degree. I've worked with a bunch of different people in a massive amount of sports fields. I also focused a lot of times on anatomy, physiology, kinesiology, and understanding motor skills and various other aspects that revolve around fitness and sports. And I played sport my entire life. You can't discount the fact that I played sport even into grad school. I played three sports in college. I was a swimmer, I was a water polo player, and I played football. Yes, those are only three sports, but I've also been on the track throughout my entire life playing all different sports across the board, whether it's soccer, wrestling, baseball, lacrosse. I did hacky sack stuff. Like I've played <laughs> chess. Like you can't discount the fundamental knowledge that I have that isn't just based around my degree because the degree also has parts within it where I have electives where I can study the rules and moral and ethical reasoning in sport. And Femme Fatale is now dead and buried. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. But however, another person followed up with another question. If 
Tyler understands sports so well. Why doesn't he have any game? I won a state championship in water polo. No, game. Oh. With, with the ladies. Oh, I... all right you know what Hmm? being an athlete doesn't mean you necessarily get the ladies i focused on school i focused on sport i focused on my career Hmm. and the way that i work emotionally is very distinct from other people and i don't have to get into it personally on this podcast but i will (laughs) when i date somebody Uh i Give 100%. Uh-huh. And I don't feel like I'm ready to date somebody else until I feel like the last person is no longer in an issue. It's a non-issue. Okay. Because I want to be able to give that person all of the attention that they deserve. My God, did you just hear that? Tyler just spit the hardest game. I don't know how <laughs> Why you say that. <laughs> I don't know. I clearly have no game, but Tyler, oh, he wants to give you the tender, romantic loving, the care and attention that you deserve. I guarantee you, they're clamoring for you right now. (laughs) You won that argument, and Jim Moriarty H1 is now dead and buried in the ground. May their ghost forever rest in peace. All right, we have multiple things about how saying marching band is a sport from various different people. Did we ever say it wasn't a sport? We never said it wasn't a sport. But we didn't declare it as a sport. Correct. We haven't done a marching band primer, which perhaps you could lead us on. No, I'm good. I'd rather purge those (laughs) memories from existence if we're all going to be perfectly honest about things here. I acknowledge it might be a sport. I didn't feel like an athlete when I was doing it, but that doesn't mean it didn't have a competitive side to it. I wouldn't say that was the main focus of it, however. No, so it was there, performance. But, and I would say uh, at a collegiate level, definitely, they're much more athletic, much more involved, much more disciplined. I'd say that high school level is not, not a sport. That's not what I'm saying. It's just like when I was part of it, I'd look at all the football players playing over there. Oh, look at them. But then again, I threw. So what do I know? I'm the not sport knower, but I'm actually the one with experience in marching band. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't know about that one. Anyway, we have many, many, many more takes. Here we go. Sports are for people who have no life. What? Do you realize that the state of play for everybody... Get rid of computers. Act like computers don't exist, all right? The state of play for humankind is literally ingrained in our bodies. It's in our nature to be physically active. And it's unfortunate that... We've become a society that is not as physically active as we used to be. And sports are our way to have fun with physical activity to where physical activity isn't a chore. So having a life, sport literally gives life. The reason I know Mark and have the friendship we have is because of sport. The reason I have numerous friends that I have, whether it be Thaxton, who we just had on the phone earlier. Well, not really on the phone. He left me a voicemail. But uh, the majority of the friends that I have have been and come from sports participation. So if anything, sports give you the opportunity to have a social life, to have that group. Not to say that other opportunities aren't there, but it is ingrained in human nature and the amount of bonding that occurs with community communication and team sports in particular gives you a social life boom destroyed roasted annihilated gone from this earth if talk about not having a life you're dead but also you have a point because who can say what 
is like something for someone with no life or not when no one knows the meaning of life because the meaning of life is whatever you mean you make of it it doesn't really matter you just pick one and you go with it yeah it's like trying to say oh oh you're a sports athlete you're not cool it's like it's the same thing that you know that stupid sports athletes in high school are it's like oh you're not an athlete you're not cool it's like that's stupid that's mm. that's just judgmental opinion based bias just because you want to feel superior to somebody else tell them like it is and you're not the people that are doing that are below you because they need to put you down to make themselves feel better so obviously their life sucks god damn we are getting spicy today all right trust me go with it has a closer for you tyler if you could completely end or ban one sport what would it be and why oh god what would it be, Tyler? Completely end or ban one sport. Let's say you're just going to... People aren't going to magically forget about it, but you are in control of banning it forever and preventing anyone from ever enjoying oh, this sport again. This is just putting me on the spot to get attacked by numerous That's people. what all these are. All right, all right. So for me, the one that I would probably get rid of that comes to mind at the top of my head mm-hmm. is cheerleading. Ooh, interesting. Why? Because, and this is in school, not because competitive cheerleading, I feel, should not be called cheerleading. It should have its own category. Okay. For the record. Because cheerleading, to me, while designated as a sport in high school, oftentimes isn't the actual sport itself of cheerleading, mm-hmm. um, which is what competitive cheerleading is. But majority of it is the fact that there's a few negatives to it. For one, I got bullied by a lot of the cheerleaders in high school. Wow. So there's a personal issue there but there's also this i've read a lot up on this and met a number of people who were like wanting to be cheerleaders and stuff like that because it was cool and it just seems like it has that toxic level of like image and idolization and stuff like that like you see it in movies all the time you see it all across the board where it becomes a body image issue it becomes a popularity issue it becomes a for me in particular bullying issue when it comes to going through puberty and going through those urges and so i honestly don't think first of all i don't think cheerleading in that regard is really a sport so i think it should be eliminated wow that is a bold claim and i appreciate your bravery in making such a bold claim the crowd is coming Yes. They are charging right now. You can hear their pom-poms a-quivering. <laughs> Listen, I've already gotten an email of a professional like cheerleader who uh, did competitive cheerleading being like, I will happily come on and talk about cheerleading and hype it up and all this stuff. And I'm like, it does seem, I will say this, and, and again, I don't know really i have no experience in cheerleading other than i know that they exist Uh, but i will say that it seems like a lot of your reasoning for banning it is less about the physicality of it or like the sport basis of it's more about the like the interpersonal relationships that spill over into the rest of let's say high school which is like the culture of it the culture of it yeah okay i could get that and and in in a weird way uh, like in the professional levels i would guess that professional cheerleading quote unquote in terms of outside of like sport events where they're actually cheering it's more just another facet of gymnastics right well yeah to me competitive cheerleading really should be what team gymnastics is Mm, and we can get into this later but it's because they're actually like throwing each other catching Mm. each other stacking on each other Mm -hmm. doing intricate tricks close proximity to each other like they're doing gymnastic skills very close together and in collaboration Uh that make it more difficult Uh which is why i don't think competitive cheerleading should be called cheerleading because the designation and understanding of what cheerleading is is yeah i'm leading a cheer woo like hype the crowd thing so i don't really like 
Yeah, I could see that. I mean, whenever it gets into the the technical definitions of wording, I'm always like, the typical usage changes over time and people know things are different things. So if they want to call it cheerleading, it's just a name at that point, right? But to me, it fits more to team gymnastics because team gymnastics, as we know it, is individuals getting points to collectively contribute to a team goal. Like, they're individually competing. Whereas this is they're actually doing the tricks at the same time and stacking on each other Mm. and throwing each other. That equates more to me like teamwork, like Mm. what we talked about in the teamwork episode. I have heard, and this is getting out of this, uh, the roasting whatever corner. What I, We don't have a name for the segment, but it's yeah. like, this is a fun way to get audience interaction. But I have heard uh, stories of like professional cheerleaders who are attached to team being horrifically underpaid, to being yeah. like overworked, to being underutilized, underappreciated. Um, and they're just literally, it's like, a, it's a sexualization thing, right? It's just, it's literally, they want women and men, you know, there, there are multiple different types of cheerleaders, different people would be a part of it, but it, it's predominantly for quote unquote, I can right to get yeah. the crowd excited well, you, like, like, like random sex scenes in movies in the early uh, 90s and like it's kind of faded out a lot not that there's not sex scenes but I feel like at a certain part movies just started being like full on porn in the middle of a movie and it's like this seems unnecessary I'm not saying that that's what cheerleading is but it's just like it's kind of like it's just a shiny object at that point you know well it depends on what you designate as professional cheerleaders because the way I was thinking of it was professional competitive cheerleaders right, which yeah. is part of clubs outside of like a football game right whereas like the NFL or NBA or stuff like that they're really more dancers than they are cheerleaders right Mm-hmm. And that there's actually been a lot of issues that have occurred around cheerleading in mm-hmm. those sports. Yeah. That they had to make it more about dancing ability and not physical appearance because there was issues with them choosing people based on physical appearance. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's why it, it becomes a quagmire, it becomes ripe for abuse. I'm not saying that cheerleading is not a sport because of that, or we're not saying cheerleading is not a sport at all. It's just like if Tyler could ban one, that is apparently the one that would be. And he skipped right over uh, baby bowling, and he went straight for <laughs> cheerleading. You know, he doesn't know the terror that is baby bowling. I mean, this almost leads in like this could be the cheerleading episode. <laughs> I mean, is it? I don't Do know. Do you want to sw- switch? Sure. I had an idea for what this was going to be, but now I'm like, my brain is wrapped around the whole cheerleading. Are concept. you ready for a cheerleading I could. Problem? I could dive into it to a degree that from an outsider looking in makes mm. sense. Okay. But I understand enough about competitive cheerleading where I could talk about it. That, I mean, this a primer is literally just a base understanding. Yeah. So people, like, you don't have to get into the nitty-gritty of the rules or the scoring, or I don't think. It's just like understanding what it is. Because anyone who's gone through the American school system probably has an understanding of what a cheerleader is, but it's distorted from what cheerleaders actually do, especially on the professional level, I imagine. Because my experience with cheerleaders is just like in high school, every, every once in a while, uh, these girls would be dressed up as cheerleaders leaders in class and i'm like why are you in your cheerleading outfit here and it's like oh we have a game at the end of the day i was like don't you have a locker room that you can change it to? it never made sense to me why that happened this episode is brought to you by new balance you don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary whether you're chased by bears zombies monsters the apocalypse is coming but new balance will have you covered regardless Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. 
This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. You know, all those subscription websites, they just hide those charges from you. They're hidden and repetitive and you forget about them. Oh, I know exactly which websites you're talking about. The ones that you like to go to. You do? I've literally spent so long digging through my finances. Rocket Money can help cancel your subscriptions. You're saying Rocket Money is a personal finance app that helps and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings? Absolutely, yes. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses? Uh-huh, yeah. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for me? Up to 20%? Maybe. But for our listeners, definitely yes. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sportsteam. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-T-E-A-M. That's rocketmoney.com slash sports team mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So let's jump into cheerleading. All Why right. Not? Welcome to the cheerleading primer. You asked for this. This is the last talk of, that is allowed of cheerleading before Tyler wipes it from the face of the earth. And then all cheerleaders will be expunged from existence simultaneously. <laughs> so you better, you better confess your cheerleading sins. And uh, what's it called when you renounce your cheerleading ways, burn your trophies, <laughs> burn renounce your, your cheerleading gods. Your cheerleading gods. Your hair Radical cheerleading gods. Quit worshiping those pom-pom lords. No, you... <laughs> no more backflips for you. All right. So before we get into the cheerleading primer, okay. I actually want, because I have a grasp of it because I grew up next to a cheerleader who did gymnastics, who did competitive cheerleading and stuff like that throughout the younger years. You see a lot of goat sacrifices in, in the basement. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, the amount yeah. of demon summoning Look, those rituals. Uniforms, you, those uniforms weren't red for no reason, you know, to hide the blood. That, yeah, dude, we, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. So Mark. Yes. Act one. All right. The image of a cheerleader. Okay. What do you picture? Short skirt. Uh, pom-poms, red and white, because I think that was our high school colors. Yep. Uh, pigtails, uh, traditionally girl. Mm. There were male cheerleaders, there, but yes. In, in our high school, were there? Not when we were there. Um, a few years before us, I actually know we had like one male cheerleader. Uh-huh. He was in my scout troop. Uh-huh. That's why I know him. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, standing on shoulders. Uh, going one arm up, knee out. Hey, yo! Woo! Okay. Let's go, team! <laughs> Woo! What, what did they do? Backflips. Okay. Splits. Okay. Jumping. Okay. Going woo. <laughs> they led cheers, right? They hyped up the crowd. Right. They got them interested. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, yeah. remember pep rallies that usually had, like, signs and stuff? Right, yeah, they glossed over it. Listen, I was in What the, did they do? I, Woo! I, I mean, yeah, that's what it was. I was in the pep band, okay? So during football games, I would play when we scored, which means that in Milford, I never played. <laughs> So I was really, if I had a phone at that time, I like, you know, smartphones were a thing. I just didn't have one. Um, I, you know, I was just like twiddling my thumbs. I feel like the first iPhone came out like when we were seniors. Yeah, it was 2007 when the first one, but there was still like smart quote unquote phones. Like yeah. the Blackberry, I think was out before that. And my earliest phone had like 2G connectivity. Oh, I could check a weather map. It took like a minute to check a weather map. Anyway, cheerleading, right? So leading cheers. Is there an alpha cheerleader? Like the leader the of the The cheerleading captain, like in all the movies? I'm pretty I, sure there's I've like never one watched person. a cheerleading movie. I didn't watch a cheerleading movie. It's in the stupid high school movies. You know, the, the stereotypical like high school. Remember the movies, Giants. Teen coming of age them. Remember the Giants is a youth, very young sports movie. No, I thought it, no, there I thought were it was, cheerleaders in it. Wait, that. no, I thought Remember the Giants is when didn't that in the end the guy got in a car no that was little giants it's remember the titans you're thinking remember the titans got it okay remember the giant remember that a thing now i'm looking up remember the giants anyway i i really didn't watch that many those types of movies there's no remember the giants film but there's a facing the giants film that's a sport drama movie but that came out in 2006 okay well that wasn't it i can tell you that Anyway, yeah. I was in the pet band board, so I was actually very far away from the stands. We were at the end of the field, and just like alone <laughs> with the scuzz. Oh, you band people go out there. Have some fun. Okay. The pet band wasn't next to the cheerleaders at all, were they? I had come across a cheerleader <laughs> in my life. Yes, I had been within No, but proximity. like the, I'm talking about the arrangement at the yeah, stadium. Yeah, no, we were on the ends, past the end zone, so okay. we were over, way over there where none of the uh, the observers were. Okay, so you weren't in the student section that was in the one end, so yeah, you were on the other side. There. Got it, got it. Okay, so... You've kind of described what they do. They they occasionally do like back handsprings. Mm -hmm. They'll um, be held up usually when they're up in the air doing the leg thing. They're not yeah. standing on shoulders. They're standing on somebody's hands. Ah, okay. Um, that's usually what ends up happening. Like you have two support people holding them up, and they're standing on their hands. Oh, I remember something. Okay. I remembered in eighth grade, uh, one of the cheerleaders, it was like a, a class. I don't know why, but it was like teach class how to do something. Uh, and one of them was a cheerleader, and they said, this is how you do a backhand. Handspring, and I took that to heart, and I learned how to do a back handspring Wait, from that. Really? Yeah, and I actually was able to do a back handspring, and I was like, "Oh, look at me!" And and that's when I was much more flexible and much more athletic. Like you remember, I could put my legs behind my head. Yeah, like that's how flexible I was at that time. And then puberty hit, and I, like my muscles just stiffened up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I probably was also stretching and you know more active than I am now. But I'm getting there again. But yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was a cheerleader. I forgot about that. Yeah. So a lot of times they'll do back handsprings and they usually have uh, some sort of cheer routine that they get people going like, let's go Eagles for our high school because we're the Eagles. That was the saddest cheer I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, but Tyler. they usually had more intricate cheers. I don't remember their <laughs> cheers, but um, if you know sports so well, if you're doing a cheerleading primer, give me the top five cheers. Defense. <laughs> Defense. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, Eagles. Here we go. Those two. All right, cool. No, the let's go, Eagles, let's go was three. That's three. That's Are those two different cheers? They sounded like the same cheer Defense, and then it's here we go, Eagles, here uh, we go. I remember the, the UC Bell. Oh, 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 o
Yeah. yeah. That um, was four. <laughs> okay, what's the top five most popular cheer of all time? <laughs> top five most. Oh, I see London. I see France. I see the quarterback's underpants. And then he gets embarrassed, and then he cries. Fight. Oh, it was like the fight song. What was the Eagles fight song? Our high school fight song. I don't remember. I don't Why remember would I ever either. remember? R-E-S-B-E-C-T. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was it. That was the one. All right, he did it, everybody. His <laughs> master's degree has been assured. All, All right, right, so. We've painted a picture of what a cheerleader does or is based on your knowledge. Sure. So act two. Okay. So there are two types of cheer that people focus on. Competitive cheer and like high school cheerleading. Okay. And they're two different sections because competitive cheer generally involves a much larger team, whereas high school cheer is usually, for our high school, I think we had like maybe 10 cheerleaders. Mm. Um, Competitive cheer is co-ed. You're going to have male cheerleaders and female cheerleaders. Okay. The male cheerleaders tend to be just as athletic as the female cheerleaders, but they tend to be the bottoms on like the pyramid. So Mm -hmm. when they lift people up or throw people, they're the ones that are catching and throwing. Because they're stronger. Yes. Ideally. Not that Stronger, that couldn't be, couldn't be a woman is just like they're typically more strong. Yes, yes. So the one that I'm focusing on, and, and this is the biggest thing, is like all-star cheer versus school cheer is what it's called. Uh-huh. I'm going to flowcheer.com to be into this. But usually what ends up happening, you remember at pep rallies, the cheerleaders would do a routine with mats down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they would be doing a lot of the back handsprings and coordination to the music and everything along those lines. Right. That's more competitive cheer. Mm-hmm. Whereas cheerleading, as we think about it, is at games. So high school cheer is focused around, yeah, support the team, you know, leading the crowd in cheers and being there at, at games. And usually you see them at football games and basketball games, and that's about it. Okay. Cheerleaders usually don't exist with baseball. They don't exist. They're just not in that season. They're gone from so existence, purge from reality. Yeah, cheerleading is mostly focused on a, as a fall and winter sport in high school. Right. In wrestling, they're not... Pinettes. Pinettes. What? They kept track of stats for us. Oh. Yeah. I think I was, at this point in my life, I was so terrified to talk to a girl that I never actually understood why they were there. (laughs) I really, truly did not know. And it it made no sense to me because it was like, because I don't think they're there in junior high, but then in high school, all of a sudden, all these girls were there and I'm like, why are they here in the boys' room? We're in all these tight spandex. No, no I mean, I I, compl- I never asked that. I never in my life has asked what that was about. <laughs> yeah, so the Panettes, they usually ran the clock for us. They kept track of stats. Oh. Um, you know, they paid attention to what happened in the matches and wrote stuff down. That's very nice of them. Yeah. Why didn't the coaches do that? Because the coaches were busy yelling at us. Oasis! <laughs> Oasis! <laughs> you know, you actually know what Oasis is. Uh, <laughs> was, was that the code that he used for you, too? Uh, what I what was the coach who, who, who did that? I, I forget what his name uh, was. Was it was it Pete? No, I I don't remember names at oh, all. Oh, was it yeah. high school or junior high? High school. Okay, maybe um, junior high as well. Uh, what is his name? It starts with a C. Uh, crap, I'm blanking on the crap. Names. His name's crap. His name's crap. <laughs> no, yeah, but to remind everyone, for Oasis is like literally when uh we're wrestling. Coachella is a is a Co- festival. <laughs> no, th- I think his name was Coach Coachella. Co- oh, that or, rings a or, bell. Yeah, Coach Coachella. Coach Coachella. Everywhere he went was a party, and and he w- <laughs> when we were wrestling, and if we got too close to the edge of the ring, and wrestling is a ring, we'll do a wrestling climber at some point. But th- at the edge of the the circle, um, once you go out of, it, you have to stand back up and reset at the center. So if you get if I'm like in trouble, 
mm-hmm. near the edge, he'd go, Oasis! Oasis! <laughs> and meanwhile, I've got like 160 pounds of sweaty guy all over me. I can't really focus on listening for Oasis when I'm trying to neck bridge for my life. I was very good at neck bridging. That you was my, were so That was my one good like, uh, move. Your flexi- just your flexibility of the bridge was ridiculous. Yeah, legitimately, like that was my one point of pride is my neck was very strong. Everyone knows my neck is very thick. It's like in high school, it is even thicker. And um, I was just able to like lift my entire body and someone else's body just with my neck to prevent my shoulders from getting pinned. That's one of the reasons I, I tired people out. And that's how I was able to get like back on top uh, and win matches is just because I was able to tire about it because I was neck rich. Then some people were like, nah. It's honestly why both of our necks are really thick as wrestling. Yeah, wrestling necks are thick. But yeah, that's where Oasis came from. Coach Coachella. I think it's Coachello. Coach Coachello. <laughs> Sorry. I, I This is just like going <laughs> way back, like trying to pull for, because we had Coach Pete. Mm-hmm. And I don't know his last name because he always wanted us to call him Coach Pete. Right. And then we had, oh, my mind's blanking, but I'll remember it like later. All, all the different coaches we had for wrestling. But That's okay. This is cheerleading. Yes. Back to the cheerleading. All right. So competitive cheer is generally a bigger team. Mm-hmm. High school cheer tends to be smaller. Now, not to say that high school didn't do anything similar to competitive cheer like we saw at pep rallies when they actually put on a performance to music. Sure. But that's what they do in competitive cheer. Mm-hmm. That is everything that they do is is this group routine where they like use choreography to music. It's basically very similar to floor routine in gymnastics. Mm. But it's multiple people doing things at once. Okay. Um usually uh they'll have like two people going across doing tricks. They'll have throws going on in the background where people are launching in the air doing tw- tricks and spins and flips. Mm. Um they'll have people dancing at the same time. Like everything is interworking. It's almost like a complete dance performance. Uh-huh. But they're doing throws and stacks and gymnastic routines like back handsprings over into a pike or uh, a twist. I don't remember the names of the moves. It's like Cirque du Soleil. Yes. In a weird way, it is. It does sound a lot because I know in Cirque du Soleil they do that. The throwing people up. Do you think that like many people from competitive cheer go into, cir- into I, the circus? It would not surprise me. It would not surprise you me. You heard it here first. Cheerleaders are circus people. <laughs> That's where they come from. They well, they float into town and a dark mist descends. And then you hear, bah, 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 nah, bah, bah, bah. and then the cheerleaders metamorphosize into, <laughs> into clowns. Why do you think their outfits are white and red? It's clowns. It's clowns. Now, now I know why I don't like clowns. I was bullied by cheerleaders in high school. No. <laughs> what did they bully you about? Just, I had a crush on one of them. Oh, no. Yeah, and oh. and I was a football player, and I wasn't a popular football player because I was also a nerd. Because um, <laughs> I did well in school, so I wasn't cool enough to be with the popular kids. You don't have Fs? Bro. <laughs> 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 no, but it, like I didn't understand how to talk to girls either. And so uh-huh. like when I had a attraction towards somebody, I was just like, it's love. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, I love you. Is that her name? <laughs> Don't name her. <laughs> Will, bleep it out. Bleep it out. And so, like. <laughs> this is, Oh, God. This is. I it, Just to paint a picture of just how awkward I was as well. I didn't have a crush on any two. I couldn't even tell you who was a cheerleader at the time. I don't even know. <laughs> I can name off 
three of them. Oh, well, good for you. Congratulations. <laughs> no, I remember one time, this is how awkward I was, and this is a story that I'm not happy to tell because it just it haunts me to this day. I was walking down the hallway, and these two girls in their cheerleading outfit were in front of me, and I wasn't looking at them. I was looking down at the floor because that's how I walked. I walked with my looking down the floor. Mm -hmm. But they lo I, I caught it in the corner of my eye. They looked back and looked at me and saw me looking down at the ground, and then they were like, then she whispered to her friend like, and I th and I thought in my head they're thinking oh god they thought I was looking at their ass I wasn't so I said out loud I said out loud oh no I wasn't looking at your ass literally out loud they didn't say that and to this day to this day that is so embarrassing I'm it, sorry it still <laughs> embarrasses me to this day of that one moment because it's like I wasn't looking at their ass but I just had to say it. and it was in the middle of the hallway everyone's yeah. by and I'm like oh no I wasn't looking at your ass and it's like oh god <laughs> The worst thing, the worst thing is I know what you're talking about. Were Not you there? <laughs> I think if, if I remember oh, right, God. it was walking because our lockers weren't far from each other. I remember yeah, in junior yeah. high, our lockers weren't far from each other. If you were walking, you know where the, the back entrance to, to the junior high is? Yeah. Where we usually came in from the buses and everything was uh, that back uh, entrance as opposed to the front where parents dropped off and you went in and it was yeah, right yeah, by yeah. the principal's office. Yeah, yeah. It was that hallway heading down towards like the art classes <sighs> and the... <laughs> I think I recall... Oh, no. I just recall, like, I don't recall the incident. I uh -huh. just re remember hearing somebody say those words. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> don't tell me it echoed down the hallway. No, because my lockers were, like, about halfway down that hallway. Uh -huh, yeah. So, because I had uh, Mrs. Patrika for home period. You remember too many details oh. about this. I don't need this in my life, man. Get back to the episode. I don't need this right now. No, but the reason I bring this up is because I am so socially aware now, like, when I'm walking around in public and I'm generally a larger guy mm. at 6'1". And I don't, like, when I had my hair long and it was all disheveled and stuff because I was sure. just walking to get something done, I was behind these two women and I was like, because I walk fast. I'm trying to get from point A to point B uh -huh. and I just they were doing mannerisms that made me think they were uncomfortable. And oh, I get it. <laughs> and so it's like, I think of these things, but I didn't say it out loud. Instead, I just chose, I'm just going to walk past them so then they're not uncomfortable with mm. me being behind them. Okay. So, but we I think that's like... so off topic. I know. We're so... Let's get back. Okay. Cheerleading. What are we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about the difference between high school cheerleading and competitive cheerleading right, with right. regard to the routines that are done on mats and how the competition works. And usually what happens happens in competitive cheerleading mm -hmm. is as they do all of these things they are then rated by judges okay and are given scores okay and everybody has different routines and different things that they do and it's all compared based on like skill overall performance and choreography mm -hmm. like difficulty of the tricks coordination or like so that whether they were both doing the same thing at the same time like they were supposed to and so they have a panel of judges that then score them and then teams win based on those scores okay and i'm sure there's probably other like smaller group competitions and large group competitions and different things within competitive cheerleading where it's like you know if you have this many people or they're this age group uh, you know it's sectioned down in that way so the only one that i can picture is more of the larger group when they're doing a lot of the stacks and throws and stuff right. like that okay 
Okay, cool. So how does one get into cheerleading? Where does it start? I honestly think it either it starts in two places, mm-hmm. I would estimate, because these are the two places that my neighbor started in, mm-hmm. which is gymnastics mm-hmm. and dance. Okay. Those two probably combine into becoming cheerleaders. Mostly gymnastics, but dance also goes into that. Were there, were there cheerleaders at uh, youth events? Uh, yeah, there's like youth cheerleading. There's there's a whole like reality show that existed about youth cheerleading and wow, there's a reality show for everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's called Cheer Moms. Great, <laughs> great. <laughs> I'm so glad for that. Ugh. Anyway, I won't. Inter- I have many interjections that I could make, but we actually got to like talk about cheerleading. Okay, so it starts from either gymnastics or dance, and that's just starting from like hobby. You take your kid to some dance studio or some gymnastics gym. Yeah, and then. Then when it gets to the school level and you start to socialize in a school setting, then with sports in schools and stuff like that, then cheerleading naturally becomes a part of it. And then the school takes over from there. Yeah. And I think that's why high school cheerleading came about to exist. I think the origin still was in the fact of like before, probably before women were allowed in sports at the same level as men. Mm -hmm. And that's where cheerleading originally began because it gave them something to do and it wasn't gymnastics based Mm -hmm. and it grew from there. But this is just a complete guess. Mm -hmm. And I could be completely wrong. And so going into act three, we talked about where cheerleading comes from in the sense of like dance and gymnastics. But what's interesting to me is the distinct differences that exist between high school cheerleading and competitive cheerleading. Mm -hmm. Because to me, competitive cheerleading is so choreography and gymnastics based. It's basically team floor exercise where everybody's doing it all at once. Uh Whereas high school, it's like, yeah, some of them can do the tricks. Not all of them could. Mm -hmm. And they're mostly, you know, appealing to the crowd and being entertainment and getting into professional cheerleading. It's literally eye candy is it's literally marketing. It's usually using sexualization for marketing. Mm -hmm. Although they're trying to identify it as not being that it still very obviously is that mm, yeah especially in a, in the nfl and american football and stuff like that in the way that they're portrayed yeah i've always said that halftime shows could be a magician oh yeah legitimately if you put a magician out there or like you'd actually do like cirque du soleil out why has there not been a super bowl halftime that is a cirque du soleil show people would love it you know there's always this thing like about having a big musician uh perform at the super bowl it's a big show it's like but if you just did like the Las Vegas Cirque du Soleil shows are the traveling one. People would be like, oh, yeah, flips. Honest, it's cool. Yeah, honestly, if they combined like competitive cheerleading with uh, like Cirque du Soleil-esque performances yeah. where there's a lot more like hanging and you're doing like, um, what are some of them that they do? They do the-, the Zoomanity where they get naked. No, I'm talking about the, the yeah, like That's silks. one of them. You can't tell me it's not one of them. It is I one of them. It. But the like they, they do- Aerial silks. Aerial silks. Yes. And then they do other different aerial things. Trapeze Even exists. pole dancing is technically yeah. one of those performative, intensely physical oh, yeah. exercises. Like, it's crazy the kind of upper body strength and just, like, leg strength that you need to be able to do some any of those things. Aerial six, all that stuff. And um, I think I think in a weird way, what it amounts to is it is, and this is, like, the status of the environment and not so much what it is, but I'm just saying this for it is, it's looked down upon. Mm-hmm. 
and it's marginalized as not a real thing. Um, it's stigmatized. Like these expressions and these beautiful movements and Cirque du Soleil and all these different things for any gender at all, like it doesn't matter. Like it's predominantly women, but they're marginalized to be like, oh, you know, pole dancing, it's stripping. Oh, this, if anything is performative and beautiful, it's, oh, it's sexualized instantly because people want to use it for marketing purposes. And if it's not, if the people that are performing these things are not able to be marketed or don't allow themselves to be, they're like, they're shoved aside. And they're like, oh, that's not useful to me. So it's not a real thing. So you go over there to the side. And it's like, it's not treated with the same level of respect for the physicality and the amount of uh, incredible feats of strength and agility that these people are doing. And I, I completely agree with that because this is why I don't think competitive cheerleading should be called cheerleading because the name cheerleading has such a negative stigma to it to what we understand as high school cheerleading mm -hmm. or the cheerleading you see in the NFL. Like, I understand they're dancers mostly in the NFL, uh -huh. but the athleticism to do these stunts and spins and tricks mm. that they do and the danger that exists with them being tossed in the air. Like we didn't even get into the like scariness of being tossed in the air and how one little bit off could lead to a broken leg. Broken like, neck. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say about you like not wanting to call it cheerleading. Do you even think that that is also you kind of like internalizing some kind of stigma about it where cheerleaders and competitive cheerleaders might be like, we want to take that term back. And we want to own that term. That's our term. And like, that's what we want to be known as. I don't know. We don't have a cheerleader here. So right. it could be either way. But I, and I totally get what you're saying. But at the same time, there might be actual cheerleaders out there that are like, I want this for me. And I want it to be cheerleading because that's so, what I know it as. And that's what I identify it as. Right. The reason I think it should be changed in name mm -hmm. has more to do with the fact that I want them to be able to be championed. Mm -hmm. And it's the fact that I know plenty of people in the sporting world that the word cheerleading, that everybody is not a sport, not a sport, not a mm -hmm. sport. Okay. And to some degree with regard to the high school stuff and the way that they actually lead cheers and focus on that, mm -hmm. I don't consider that a sport. But when it comes to competitive cheer, I absolutely think that's a sport. And I want them to get that respect that they deserve for was, the skills that they do. Was that part of your core definition of sport? Like it has to have some kind of competitive like event to it? Yes. Competition-based things. Yeah, which yeah. is why like high school cheerleading, they generally don't compete. Mm -hmm. more, yeah. more often than not, they don't. We had a dance team also at uh, Milford, and they they competed, uh -huh. but the cheerleading team never competed. It's an interesting gray area, I think, and I, like, I'm obviously not qualified to define anything. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but I would think of like, in a similar way, let's say, for example, and this could be many things, but a contortionist mm -hmm. was on stage. Mm -hmm. Incredible physical feats. Incredible. Is it a sport? That's a topic for when we get into non-competitive sports. Ah, because interesting. there's an interesting thought process that we're going to have and I'm going to bring up when we talk about that. Okay. But that's honestly why I want cheerleading removed from that tag because I want them to get the respect that they deserve. Okay. All and right. I think the fastest and the best way to do that is to change the name away from cheerleading. That's not to say like in competitive cheer, I think they do actual cheers mm -hmm. and that's part of the competition. I think the main part of the competition that I focus on is the most interesting and the most intricate. And there's probably like multiple stages or different judging avenues and sports that require judges is a whole a difficult topic. Yeah. But I, I want them to get the respect they deserve. I okay. mean, it's like you described, it's like Cirque du Soleil mm -hmm. to a smaller scale. And like, I didn't even think about how when you brought that up, like these people very well could become the Cirque du Soleil 
performers mm-hmm. of the future. Like you, you get into dancers that do it. You get into the competitive cheerleading that does it. Yeah. Gymnastics, all of those things. It's truly incredible what they're able to do. Is Cirque du Soleil a sport? I think it's performance and it's a show. I want to call it a sport because, it, but we won't get into that. Which is an interesting thing because in high school cheerleading, it is a performance and a show. It's not part of the competition that is taking place directly adjacent to it yeah so maybe it's like it's the same category but there's no disrespect in saying that you know what i mean like this these qualifiers of like is something a sport is something not a sport it's all tied under the umbrella of human nature and like the amazing things the human body can do and that's wonderful um but you know it's kind of like all squares are rectangles but not all rectangles are squares kind of situation does it really matter because of of like just some things have to be lumped in category a and some things have to be i think it matters for funding purposes in high school what is designated as a sport because the athletic department versus clubs and how people have to get into it. That's where I see the sport so, designation so becomes important. Given that we are and will be the number one sports podcast in America, what we say here today matters and will echo for eternity in the funding and the upbringing of future cheerleaders across the world. So think carefully, Tyler, before you speak your next words. Here's my answer then. Uh. I think competitive cheerleading should come to schools it shouldn't be cheerleading as it exists now in the way that cheerleading could like usually work at mm-hmm. high schools i think competitive cheer being integrated into school would be really cool to see and just think about the performance and what they could do if they had protective mats on the field and how much more respect they could gain and still remain the name as cheerleading i think that would be so cool because yeah. if i was back in high school again and i knew that there was a flippy backflip club like a fun throw in the air club you do it i would do it yeah i would do it I never even knew that cheerleading was an option for me as a guy in school or college until I got to college. And I realized, that, oh, there's men's children. I, that would have been fun. Throwing people around, doing flips and shit, yeah. yelling. I love yelling. I'm real good at yelling. And it's like, these are things like, I totally get what you're saying about like the name cheerleading. Because as a school kid and as like a dumb teenager, I didn't know any better because that's all I knew. Cheerleading. Right. It's in pop culture of like cheerleading. You know, oh, it's a dumb cheerleader. Like that is the stereotype. Correct. Uh, like just like, <laughs> you know, it's really that stereotype has been hammered in popular culture really does that. And then the like the social like dynamics of it kind of reinforces that. Uh, but if there was a club that if you called it like the Cirque du Soleil club, I would love right? to be a part of it. I, I mean, would so love to it. Yeah. In high school, I would have loved to have learned how to do backhand springs and do all of those things. Like I hated yeah. gymnastics when I was really little because they kept mm-hmm. forcing me to do the splits and it was not yeah. fun and it was painful because yeah. I'm very in flexible but yeah and that's the other side of it that we didn't even touch on is like besides the stigmatizing for let's say just like girls in high school what about the guys like i learned to do a back handspring do you think that made me popular no no because it was girly yeah. That's what it was called. I'm not saying like that's what it should have been called. That's what it was known as. Like I didn't want to show it off too much because some people thought it was stupid that I could do a back handspring. And that's why we didn't have male cheerleaders at our school is because it was like, no, that's for girls. And they didn't want to get made fun of. Yeah. I mean, then there's the difficulty of dealing with co-ed too and, you know, how they would handle that. Because at our school, like I'm sure there are schools out there that are, are a lot better with their cheerleading sure, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But from our root experience, like yeah. it was if you're in cheerleading leading as a dude it's weird yeah yeah and i i'm sure it would feel absolutely weird for the girls that were a part of that as well as the coach as well as like and then other people just being like hey, look at you you're a cheerleader and it's like <laughs> dude like no 
Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. All right. So now that we're reaching the towards the end of this episode and we have a better understanding of what cheerleading is, do you want to readdress or reconsider? I'm not saying you should or have to. The question that led to this was if you could ban a sport from existence and end it forever, would it still be cheerleading? I don't think that it would as long as it would evolve in the way that we're talking about. All right. Because I think that if they brought the competitive cheer more into school and people understood it better. Oh, yeah. I would go to a school versus school competition oh if it was God. like all these amazing tricks and stuff, which I'm sure there were. I think there were. No. There were not. There were not. School. No? Because no. oh, our, our high school, like, I think maybe half the team could do, like, the backhand spring stuff. Not oh. everybody on the cheerleading team could. Yeah. But, yeah, that would be really cool to see. That would be cool to see. And I think, like, in today's day and age, the beautiful thing is, like, whatever you want to do, you can do it. Like, it's, it's supposed to be, it's not there yet, but it's supposed to be more inclusive. It's supposed to be, like, be who you want to be try the things that you want to do without any judgment i mean that's the problem in in when you're dealing with other people there's always judgments going around and there's always like social hierarchies and whatnot and clicks and whatever but in all honesty the things that i've tried since i have left school have really allowed me to find who i am as a person and if you if there's more opportunities for people to do that when they're in school the better yeah and i honestly think and this is the biggest thing that i take away from this and something i talk about all the time is like be unapologetic Apologetically, you like to the extent where it's not affecting other people. Like, don't be like, I'm a murderer and stab people. But <laughs> like, be unapologetically you in the sense that if you are interested in something, go for it. All the murderers just are pulling down their shirts. You know, they have their big chest tattoos. They're like, <laughs> I did it with blood dripping down. Oh, They're God. like, okay, not today, guys. All right, fine. No, but like, if there's something you're interested in and you want to check it out, and other people are being like, oh, you'll be made fun of. I'll oh, do that. The hardest thing is getting through that, and it's very difficult to do but if you want to try something mm. and that's why I loved college more than anything was that you were able to do that and people weren't you know scrutinizing you because everybody was trying new things yeah I wish and I hope that at some point we can remove this judgmental nature that kids have on each other mm. and get to a point where it's like go for the thing that you want to do if you want to be a cheerleader go for it if you want to try swimming or or a sport that otherwise like people don't think you have the body type for or something like that Give it a try. Yeah. The reason I gravitated the sports that I did in high school was because of the people that were there mm -hmm. and because I had fun doing it. Mm -hmm. And that's the majority of people in general is when you find something you're passionate about and you're able to share that with somebody, that's where you find your greatest friendships and yeah. you find the greatest bonds you'll have in life. Yeah. Confidence and social acceptance does not come from how other people perceive you. If you value your self-worth just on how other people like are observing you and judging you, then you don't actually have like a foundation of you underneath it. When I was in high school, I had no foundation. I was like entirely based on like what everyone thought of me. It doesn't matter. Now in my adult life, 
I'm proud to say that I am incredibly happy with who I am as a person and like in what I do. It was a good moment just last night when we were biking down the hill. And it's probably a lot of people's nightmares on a bike is just like oh, getting yeah. yelled at from a car, right? A car goes by. Hey, he says, this lady leans out the window like, learn to drive, you fucking idiots. <laughs> and I go, okay, thank you. And then I literally hear her go, so I said back, this is a true story. Just had last night. Tyler can vouch. Yeah. And then she said, like, keep talking. I'll stop the car and beat your ass. And I said, okay, sounds good. And then they just kept driving down the hill. And that's less an example of, like, um, in high school, where is that applicable? But it's like, if you are confident in what you're doing and we were riding perfectly safe on our bicycles. And perfectly legal. And perfectly legal. We were legal, in single file staying to the right side so people over could pass so they us. could pass. It's like, people have judgments of everything everywhere all the time at every moment the best thing you can do for you is try things that make you happy because that makes you happy with yourself and when you get happy with yourself you get more confident in who you are as a person and then what other people say about you who don't know you doesn't matter as much it's easy to say hard to show i'm a living example of it tyler's a living example of it it is one of those things where looking inward and finding these cool things and sport is an incredible way to find these things that's what i've been learning over the past few months is just like sports gives you an opportunity to look in you can't look in without an instigating event a choice to be made a moment that requires is like make or break those are the moments that really transform you as who you are and none give you more moments i think than sports on a consistent basis unless you go into the hospital for various surgeries <laughs> then you get a lot of make or break moments to look inwards on yourself are but you are you looking at me thinking of i'm looking at you i'm looking at me looking yeah. at all of this like it's like there are many other things in life besides sports of course that gets you to who you should be as a person but the only thing you should be as a person is you and you're only going to find that and then you're only going to have you so you are who you should be period yeah and you decide the person that you want to be and can work towards that at any moment and at any time mm -hmm. the only thing we will judge you for is if you do not subscribe to this podcast subscribe to the youtube channel and tell the world about the number one sports podcast in america and soon the world don't forget to listen elegantly because yes. not only are we the number one we're the number one most elegant sports, sports podcast. podcast you've heard it here first this is go my favorite sports team tyler thank you so much for this enlightening discussion on uh cheerleading yeah i did not expect to get into this today so it was like all right well they brought up the, the topic up so let's get into it and i would also like on the gmfst subreddit if you guys can post stories if you were a cheerleader if you still are a cheerleader i want to hear what it's like from the inside perspective of what yeah. this is the actual stigmas that you face and the judgments that you face for being a cheerleader either not being taken seriously or like not happy with what you did or happy with what you did or had a incredible success in what you were doing or wish you had more we want to hear all the stories from you on our subreddit and soon our discord yeah honestly share those stories especially whether it's high school cheer competitive cheer all of those i want to learn more about this because i've seen it on the outside looking in and experience it in an, our own way as guys at milford high school but i'm very interested in in exactly what those stories hold whether it involves coaches or good coaches bad coaches the inner workings of cheerleaders within themselves like mm -hmm. 
it's really interesting to think about, especially since throughout this entire conversation, my mind was changed on the topic of obliterating cheerleading from being a sport in the world. It was that close. All you cheerleaders, you can still worship your pom-pom gods. You sacrifice <laughs> your cheering goats in your basements. You carry on, you beautiful creatures, you. Yeah, and uh, I hope you seek out opportunities with Cirque du Soleil because I never would have thought of that if not for you, Mark. I'm sure they do. I'm not. You're, we're not saying all cheerleaders should go to the circus, of course. <laughs> like That's over we're saying. But hey, those talents are valuable. You should use them. Hey! Go signing off. Goodbye.